0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Record Rangers podcast. I'm Gavin Berry and today I'm delighted to say I am joined by Record Sports, Andy Newport and Sunday Mail Chief. Football writer Scott McDermott, we will reflect on that epic European night as Rangers secured their first European semi-final play since 2008 with that extra-time win over Braga and look ahead to Sunday's Scottish Cup semi-final clash against Celtic as the Rangers players have to go again once more. How are you doing, boys?
0: Good, Gav. Yourself?
2: Very well, boys.
1: What did you make of it then, first of all, Andy, the other night? You were covering it for the paper.
2: Just uh, another sort of epic Ibrox evening, isn't it? I mean, you're getting used to them this season. Um, it's, you, you almost sort of take them for granted now that you know that Ibrox is going to be bounced like that and the team will respond. But I think when you look back in just the magnitude, um, they're under pressure, obviously, given the result in uh, Portugal last week, given the Celtic result too. But, uh, boy, did they did they come up with the, the right answer. Um Obviously, just the failure to get the third goal in the second half eh, left them a wee bit vulnerable to that sort of sucker punch that uh eh, produced at the end. But fair play to the team as well because, um, you know, they were under pressure an extra time in the, in the sense that, you know, an extra man and mm-hmm. all the expectation was on their shoulders. But they delivered them and to get through to a, a European semi-final was an incredible achievement for for a Scottish club. I, I don't think it could be understated any time one of our teams gets through to the... The last four of a European competition, it really is a, a major achievement.
1: No, because it was, it was strange, wasn't it, Scott? Um, when I was sitting watching the game, I was thinking, it almost just seems far too comfortable. It's, n- it's never like that, is it? But, I mean, there was so much in control. Everything was going to plan, apart from, obviously, the goals that had been, uh, you know, chopped off. And you thought, there's there's always a twist. And then, and then the longer it goes, you like, well, maybe not. And then bang, you know, brag a score and then it makes it a kind of more nervy night but it just added, I suppose, just to the whole drama and excitement of the whole occasion, didn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's an exaggeration, Gav, to say Rangers could have scored five or six mm-hmm. last night quite comfortably and, you know, to say that about a European quarterfinal you no know, single leg um, just shows how well they played. You no, know, but there was just a tempo and an intensity right for the off that Rangers, this Rangers team have shown in the past, you know, they've shown what they're capable of um, in certain games. Obviously, there's an argument to say there's been there's been other games, particularly domestically, where they've no hit ha- those heights and that's you know, that's a question for the players and the management. I'm sure it'll frustrate fans when they see the level of that, that performance. But you're right, I mean, they were so far ahead. I think the roof goal being so harshly ruled out, I, mean, I thought it was a, a scandalous decision, the, the handball against against Baris. it's I, th- I thought that was a key moment, because I think if they'd have went two up that early, mm-hmm. then they would have went on and won it in, in 90 minutes relatively comfortably um, should have put it to bed um, between the you know, the chances I had in both both halves, but you're right, he you felt as if I, I certainly felt watching it just after they'd made the substitutions, I think Kenny Miller touched on this last night on on TV they did lose. it, no, I, I understand why and Broncos made changes um, but it was only 10 minutes to go, It was you know, Rangers had almost executed a perfect game I'm not sure he actually had to make changes at that point and they did lose a wee bit of their rhythm I think it disrupted them slightly and just before Braga scored I just did have a horrible feeling that you know, there was going to be a twist and then obviously Connor Goldson who I thought I have to say I thought it was magnificent for the ninety minutes. Uh, just one lapse in concentration. You know, trying to organise people around him and lose his own man. Uh, and they obviously concede the, the goal. But as as Andy said, you no, know, there was major pressure on them getting extra time because of the, the 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 kind of extra men advantage that they had. So for them to go and get another goal, you no, know, a terrific goal as well. When you think of the build up, doing the right with you no, know, then Kamara's pass to Aribo and then. Uh, no roof movement for the finish. A brilliant goal to go and win it, and obviously thoroughly deserved on the night.
1: So I suppose, Andy, the big question now is: Final, Red Bull Leipzig next. What do you think? I've got feeling?
2: Um, <laughs> ball. Thanks for that, mate. Um, <laughs> listen, I don't think you should be it with this team. I mean, <clears throat> they expected. No one gave them a, a hope in hell getting past Dortmund. Um, you know, then getting you know drawn away to uh, a team like Red Star Belgrade, and we all know how um, you know frenzied and you know intimidating atmosphere is there. Um, you know, Braga, a, a very decent you know Portuguese side. You know, they probably maybe apart from Braga, but there's certainly two results before, games before. You know, they probably had odds a certain extent stacked against them, and they've come through it. Um, you know, Leipzig will be. You know, another tough test, you know they, they're obviously they're doing very well in the Bundesliga. They, they've got plenty of money behind them. Um, they've, they've got decent European experience as well, so it'll be tough. But you know with that Ibrox factor, then I just think anything's possible with this team. Um, I think Scott's right. You know the, the the way that the team sort of struggled domestically at times they've been perplexing. And I think I wrote a piece a few weeks ago saying this team's got a bit of a split personality. Um, definitely does because you look at the way that they struggle against Celtic, even with that full house behind them. Yet, at Ibrox in Europe, they just seem to be a totally different animal. So if they can go over to Germany in a couple of weeks, you know, get a result, keep it tight as they did to get in Portugal, then you know, you get it back to Ibrox. You know, you know they would fancy themselves to beat anyone. I mean, I'm not sure there's, you know, maybe if you're talking about the absolute top, top elite European football. That might be too strong, but I think Rangers, you know, against this, you know, second tier, second wronger, that mm-hmm. team's down. I think they would fancy themselves against uh, any of them. So, you know, it's going to be a fascinating tie next in a couple of weeks' time. Um, if they can get, if they can come back, you know, with maybe only a goal in it, then you know, it really, is going to be game one.
1: But apart from Dortmund, you would have to assume that this is going to be the toughest team they will have faced in Europe,
2: yeah. Yeah, oh. we think so. I mean, you know as much as Dortmund, I think Dortmund were sitting second in the Bundesliga at times. There was some pretty glaring uh, flaws in their team at the time. I thought defensively, they're pretty suspect. They obviously, relied a lot upon Erling Haaland. Um, mm. And obviously, his injury worked out very well for, for Rangers. In that sense, he wasn't available for the two games. But, you know, if, um, you know, if Leipzig, um, you know, if I think... If they, can, if they can, we'll be looking to, to make sure. they will have seen what's happened to all these teams that have come to Ibrook so far this season and, and how difficult it is. So I'm pretty sure they'll come out all guns blazing in, in Germany in a couple of weeks' time. So that'll be the thing that Rangers need to be standing. They need to be able to prove that they can go there and, and keep the game tight, keep the, the tie tight. And if they can do that, then, then it really is game on.
1: Yeah, I mean, Scott, you, you touched on it earlier about the, the the difference sometimes domestically and in Europe and I think James Tavernier was asked about it last night, wasn't he? And, and said that basically differences that teams sit in domestically and yeah. you know in Europe, they, they, they you know they they are much more open, and that that suits Ranger style. Which which we've, I mean, really since since Stephen Gerrard's first season when they did well in Europe, not so well domestically, that was what what, what they said, but where the argument would probably fall down a bit is Celtic. Yeah, of course. Celtic, Celtic don't sit in, so that would be the question. Yeah. How can they beat Braga last night and other teams that they've beaten in Europe but not Celtic?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I understand what Tavernier's coming through. If he's talking about St Mirren and Muller mm. and Livy and that coming to, coming to Ibrox, we know how difficult it is to, to break these teams down at times. But listen, that's that's life at Rangers. That's, it's, it's been like that for for as long as I can remember, that's part of being a Rangers player. You need to you need to deal with it You need to deal with that pressure. Cavanier knows that, and as you say, you know, the argument falls down a bit, particularly when it's just off the back of a Celtic game, and you know, Celtic certainly didn't didn't sit in maybe certain periods in the second half, Celtic had to had to defend, but you no, know, they've pretty much went toe to toe with Rangers in the last two old firm games and. <laughs> No, These Rangers players haven't have stood up to it, and obviously that's going to need a change. Uh, that's going to need a change on Sunday,
1: yeah. Andy, what do you think? I mean, it's in it's the league, is well, it's going to take a really almighty collapse, isn't it, for Celtic uh, not to win the league? Rangers have obviously got the semi final on Sunday, they're still chasing the Europa League. If Rangers won the Europa League, if Celtic won the treble, what would be the better?
2: season uh, thank you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah think you he well. still <laughs> throw you some questions oh, today <laughs> <I'm not>, <laughs> <me under>, on oh. <laughs>
1: He sat, in the fe- he sat on the fence in the last one. He gave a type of uh, answer that he from a manager. That's no good. <laughs>
2: no good <laughs> enough.
1: I don't like answers like anyone can win it because that's what managers say. We yeah. manage yeah. Will they let win put, it? Let me put it
2: right. this way. Celtic have won four trebles in the last yeah. five years. They're all yeah. close yeah. for six. Okay. In uh, the entirety of Scottish football, what has there been uh, three, four European trophies won? Yeah, um, Aberdeen. Well, Aberdeen. Yeah. Aberdeen won two. If you want to include the Super Cup, then Celtic, then, then Rangers. So, in the entirety of Scottish football's European right. past, we've won four or tro- three trophies. You want to say right. proper knockout right. So, right. for me, in that sense, then that winning a European trophy, uh, given the level of opposition you're facing, would trump. Even a domestic clean sweep. So, yeah. um, but in saying, you know, the, the thing you would say is that Celtic are a lot closer to it than Rangers are at this minute. Rangers, yeah. as much as they are, you're know, only 180 minutes away for the final, and then have to they have to go and get through these ties, and that's where the this is where the the, the scale of the task is going to really ramp up. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it's going to be a difficult one for them on Sunday because you know a lot of the guys out in their feet. Uh, end, I'm not sure, you know, can Aaron Ramsey, you know, play, you know, 70 odd minutes and mm-hmm. a game like that and then be recharged and, and be ready to go again on Sunday. Can Ryan Jack, who's, I, mean, I thought he was magnificent. I, I agree with Scott. I think when he came off, the, 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 that's when they lost a bit of their control mm-hmm. um, Thursday night when he, when he came off. But again, that's understandable. We've given the length of the layoff he's had, there was a couple of games. I thought the old thumb game it sort of bypassed him. He just never really got up to the speed of the game. So, you know, can, can he? Can we be reset and ready to go again on Sunday? And, and you know, maybe you know, like, there's, there's every chance that I could go 120 minutes as well. So, so um, for me, it's a big ask for Rangers to to do to do both. Basically, you know, to, to stop Celtic will be a, a huge ask. Just given the pressure that's been put in the squad, the injuries are starting to tally up. Uh, And then obviously just the quality of opposition they're going to have to overcome. You know, if they do get past, um, if they do get past, you know, Leipzig, you know, you know, you either get uh, Eintracht Frankfurt or or West Ham, who'll be no mugs either. So um, it's a big ask. But you know, if if Rangers can do that, about what achievement it would be.
1: Yeah, but what about psychologically on Sunday, Scott? Because uh, well, I mean, we hear like. In terms of team news, I think Celtic have already ruled out Georges Giacomacchus, so that's he's going to be a miss for them, obviously. But I mean, there's obviously, that's Rangers lost the last two derby games now. They've gone an extra time on Thursday there. You know, Celtic are favourites with the, with the bookies, strong favourites. Do you think the fact that there is less, exp, less expectation on Rangers could work in their favour in a way? Almost nothing to lose. no nothing. No, I don't mean nothing to lose, but
0: you know what I mean. Celtic are favourites. Could well. What I do think psychologically, Gav is that winning last night for Rangers was absolutely crucial because, you no, know, irrespective of the physical aspect, you no, know, getting into extra time. I don't doubt these Rangers players are going to be going to be tired and sore. Uh, you no, know, in the next kind of, 24 of hours before the Celtic game, if they digging into the weekend having been knocked out of Europe. No, having already lost the previous two old firm games, I think Rangers would have been in a pretty bad place mentally, and mm-hmm. I would uh I would have worried about them going to Hamden. No, given Celtic's record there over the last few years, given mm-hmm. the confidence that Celtic have got at the minute, given the fact mm-hmm. of that a, a full week's rest, that would have been a big a big concern, I think, to every Rangers fan. But that's why last night was was so crucial because if they're no. Know, if they're not buoyed by that and no the adrenaline for last night should should really carry them into the, the old firm game. And listen, I know it's you talk about you no know, the fast start and the tempo and the intensity and you no, know, I'm not saying that you no know, no thinking that it's easy. I know it's difficult for these players to do it every game, but you no, know, that that's the situation they're in at the minute. And again, I've said it so many times, but you know, even though the no, they've kinda of knocked their pan in last night. They're gonna to have to somehow raise their game again for Hamden and start quick because yeah. I think Celtic will get into this really fresh, really confident. Yeah. They will and uh likes these teams to, to start quick anyway. Yeah. So if Rangers aren't at it for the for the start on Sunday, then they're gonna be they're gonna be in trouble. And listen, I know it's difficult after the exertions of yeah. Of Thursday night But it's, it's just something They're going to need to do Or they're going to end up Losing the game again
1: So who could come in then Do you think I mean if he was looking At changes What changes might he make I mean would you On the big pitch Would you go with Somebody like Sakala no, For pace and all that no, Or still not ready I
0: wouldn't I mean yeah. Listen If everyone's fit From Thursday night I think you'd be tempted Just to go with the same yeah. The same team No Given that result And performance I think probably that, that is Rangers' best 11 now. You can argue maybe Bassey or Barisic, and obviously they're missing Morelos, Morelos up top, but Ruff has come in and, and done well the last couple of games. I just think Geo might want to keep that kind of momentum going. I mean, I heard a couple of folks say to me last night you know, about making changes on Sunday and talk about maybe bringing Stephen Davis in and stuff, but I mean, Stephen Davis hasn't played a lot of football. He's also been a brilliant player for Rangers. I would worry. On the big pitch that, that a guy like Davis comes in, even we always experience, and maybe can't get up to the the, the speed of the game, and I, I would worry that that, you know, that that game might might kind of pass him by. I'd be tempted, you know, to go with the same uh, the same sort of team as, as he did last night. I mean, John Lundstrom, for instance, in extra time last night was still bombing up the the left wing, going by players, no really powerful, energetic, um, performance for him and. I just something like him. I just don't think you can leave. You can leave at the team at the minute. I get what Andy's saying. Ryan Jacks maybe one. You no, know, after his exertions the other night, given his injury history and um, mm. he's no long back. I suppose they do have options there with Kamara and Davis and people like that. So it could it could change it up a bit. Um, but as I say, given that level of performance last night, I think getting into a game against Celtic, he'll be so tempted just to go with the, go with the same eleven again. Yeah,
1: what about Andy in particular, guys like Barisic and Aribo too, and who have been, well, certainly Barisic's case, low in confidence. Joe Aribo off form, both looking back to their best.
2: I thought of, I thought both of them were absolutely terrific last night. Um, Barisic's right from the off. Mm-hmm. You know, for a guy who, he looked okay on, on Sunday in St Mirren, he looked strong, but again, it's St Mirren, it's, it's not a uh, top level mm-hmm. sort of European side, but... Mm-hmm for his first involvement in the game, he played a ball down the left-hand side for, for Ken. He yes. measured just, yep. just to force Braga back from yep. that. They work the ball back to him. He puts in the cross that then leads to the goal. Yeah, It's another uh, great ball in for, for Roof, the one that get chopped off. Um, I know what Scott is saying. It looks harsh, but I think by the letter of the lot, it was, it was probably correct. But, you know, I just thought for a guy who... You know, really formalized. Looked like he dropped off a cliff. I, th- I thought the way he came back in and responded, uh, what was a huge pressurized night, was was fantastic. And as for Aribo, that was like rewinding re- re- back sort of two or three months um, before he went to the African Cup of Nations. For me, he was it was probably between him and Kyogo for Player of the Year. Um, obviously, Kyogo's had his injury, and,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and then for, for Aribo he, he sort of just you know he just looked short after he came back from. Uh, the tournament in Cameroon, um, but last night was everything you expect from Maribo. You know, close control, power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we bag of tricks as, as well at times, but you know, and some crucial involvements as well. I mean, the wee flick on for the goal. He's, he's had another couple of ones of those where he's got across for corners. He's, he's got across the front post. It seems to be a sort of a routine that they work on quite a lot. Maribo using his height at that front post. He's, he's, he's <laughs> um, team goals that they scored. <clears throat> Year, uh, over the last couple of years that have sort of come from that that sort of move. Um, and then just the awareness as well for the goal, the winning goal as well, because I think it will be an easy thing to do where you just smash it off somebody's legs, try, try to fizz it across the box and hope for a ricochet. But the way he kept his cool, cool head just to pick out the roof in that six-yard box was terrific. So I, mean, I think that'll be the thing that reassures Giovanni Van Bross here on Sunday is that he has got guys you know, looking like they're coming back into some bit of form. You roof as well, it, it, it looks like they finally worked out. Taking taken him obviously a couple of games, but they've worked out a way in which they can get the best out of him. I think they need to get bodies around about him and allow him to use his intelligence and his, his movement and his layoffs to, to bring guys in around, around him. And that allows Rangers then to got the part rather than what it was before with Morelos. You can just sort of rely on his sort of brute strength to hold guys off and use, use him as an out ball when you're under pressure. But, Again, I just go back to the the exertions of 120 minutes. um, You know, when Celtic have had a week off to prepare, um, you just wonder how how much that that'll take out of them.
0: What what would you What would you do with Ramsey, Andy? Because he'll be one that's getting spoken about in terms of maybe resting him because of the, the lack of games he's had. But I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I read some people last night questioning. No, I thought Ramsey was excellent last night again, and I think he's been. I think he's been pretty good last few games And I, and I just thought I, I'm coming round to thinking The Rangers are a different team Now with Ramsey And I, I think there's so much So much more guile So much more menace About Rangers In the final third He's picking up space That I think other players Don't find um, He gives teams a, a different problem He's the one guy That'll arrive late Into the box He did it a couple of times Last night uh, As well Obviously he's, he's Celtic goal for, for that kind of move As well I think he has to play now, I think he's. I think if you're going to cause Celtic problems, then, then he has to start. Whether you can get another hour seventy minutes of him, I don't know. But I think he's getting better. Obviously, the end of the season is coming at the wrong time. You no, know, because as a Rangers, you no know, Rangers would want to get more. Obviously, more games, more minutes of him. But honestly, I, I think he gives gives Rangers something totally different. And I think for a game like this, he has to he has to
2: start again. I agree. If he's in any way, I think he has to start at Hamden because, I mean, I agree with. You. I think it was moments where he was he was tight against the touchlines, maybe two or three players running about. Him. It wasn't flashy stuff, but it was just the calmness, yeah. composure, just to keep the ball, and that allowed Rangers just to keep that forward momentum that they had. You know, at times when. You've maybe seen it in the past where a move will break down just the guys not get the technical skill to, to cope when he's maybe under pressure two or three yeah. players runs. He has that and that was just what allowed Rangers just to continually keep going at them and you know I think that is dispiriting for the team when there's no way out it doesn't matter how how much you pressure how organised you are and how heavy the pressure is you put an opponent if they keep wriggling away out of tight spaces and, put, and and come at you again I think that that is. Can be very dispiriting uh, for the team. So, and but it, it he actually, if, he he see he's, really... fat, if he's fat, if he's fat, if it's an hour. I mean, I've seen some some of It may be better to to bring him on for half an hour once the game opens up a wee bit. I think that's a dangerous ploy. I think I think if you do that, you know, you, well, you, you're have to get the game being away by the time you bring him on. I, I think I think you start them if you get an hour out of them, then it's much the better. You starts at,
0: five games and they've won four of them. Yeah, it's it actually. It seems you look at Rangers' first goal. Last night, people people might know might not notice it because it was a bit further back. But honestly, like, like ten seconds before the the ball gets to Barisic, it's, it's actually Ramsey that starts the move. The play's over on the right hand side, and it's a bit scrappy. The ball's bouncing about, and like you see, Andy, just a small thing, wasn't he flashy? But Ramsey just put his foot in the ball, kind of did a wee a wee kind of run inside. He just got himself out of trouble and came inside. And played a kind of cross field pass. It might have might have been to Barasu then puts the ball over the top for for Kent. I just think wee tiny things like that are so crucial to Rangers, uh, or they will be so crucial in this in this running. Uh, but especially especially Sunday and obviously the, the European games. Um and as I say, I, I think he gives them something a wee bit of extra. Of course he's no the no, he's no the peak Aaron Ramsey, he's absolute hundred percent best, but I think there's definitely been flashes. There's definitely been signs of what he's capable, of. and I don't think Rangers have anything else in the team like him. No, with all due respect to a Scott Wright or a Scott Arfield or whatever coming on, I think you see the, the kind of you no, know, they kind of drop in quality there to what Ramsey gives them, and that's why I think he has to start on
2: Sunday. He did say in his his interview with BT before the game last night that the next sort of challenge for him is to try and get a couple of 90 minutes under his belt. Well, I mean, he's getting to the point now that's. You know, he came off early Sunday, but I presume that was just to keep him uh, with the game already wrapped up in Paisley to keep him fresh for uh, for yeah. last week. Um, I, I think, you know, listen, this is, this and the, the two Leipzig games are all that's really left for Rangers at this yeah. point. If he's, you know, if if you have to run him into the ground uh, to, 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 to stop Celtic get a treble, then I don't think there's any question about you do that. I mean, this is what he's here for. These are the games he was supposed to be making an impact in them. You know, I've written plenty of times this week that you know before before Thursday night he'd only played four minutes in Europa League, just staggering. You know, you had in the Celtic game. You know, okay, he gets a uh, sixty-six minutes. So, and you know, what five or six big, huge, pressurized games he's played seventy minutes. Um, I don't think that's what anyone was expecting when he came in. So, for me, if he's fit, it, you have to get as much out of him as you can at Hamden on Sunday.
1: The fact you said Sunday and the two Leipzig games are all that really matter now is probably going to answer the next question that was we going to ask you, but I see a few people suggesting that Rangers should request the, the Motherwell game maybe being brought forward. What do you think for extra time to prepare um, Motherwell next Sunday Leipzig games of Thursday? Do you think it's worth a shot or do you think now it's been scheduled for Sky that it's not really, is it, is it pointless?
0: Great. well, I mean we've had this argument before, haven't we? And, no, it's no I don't think the authorities have been <laughs> that keen to help to help clubs. I mean you see it a lot in other countries uh, it's happened many times Scottish clubs facing European teams and the other teams get get a week off and you know, they're, they're kind of associations try and help as much as they can. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about them all oh, well, game I mean To me. To me, Rangers having the correct me if I'm wrong, so it's Leipzig second leg before the Old Firm game at Celtic well, Park.
1: That that's you're right. That that is probably it, the bigger issue is that the, the, that, the, the the two Leipzig legs
0: sandwiched. Uh, yeah, you know, that, 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 that's a big that's a big one. I mean, for Rangers to have a European yeah. semi semi final second leg late on a Thursday night, which could go to extra time again, to think think that they then need to go to Celtic Park. Yeah. No, for essentially a kind of title, not a title decider, but if they lose it, then obviously it's gone, Um, it's gone for, for definite, so yeah. to ask them to go there at 12 noon, I mean I suppose, I mean this Sunday's hard enough, but at least it's a, it's a, two, o'clock, it's a two o'clock kick-off, but yeah. 12 noon at Parkhead, after a European semi-final second leg, I, I think seems a bit unfair, and yeah. no, I, I doubt whether it'll be looked at, but... For me that's something the authorities should be looking at. I don't know what you can do. I mean it's an old firm game. It's
1: Well well, I mean, you you're saying that's something the authorities should look at, but I mean the problem is the SPFL arranged these post split fixtures full in the knowledge that if Rangers were to beat Braga on Thursday, now probably there wasn't as much made of it when the fixtures were released on Monday or Tuesday, God, I've lost track of my days, so anyway, start start of the week, whatever day it was, um, it was Monday, wasn't it? Um, They knew then, uh, probably not as much was made of it, as I say, because the second leg against Braga was still to come, so you're not going to kick up a fuss really you know, you're not going to get ahead of yourself. But I wonder now, obviously, the Rangers press conference doesn't take place until Saturday, is that right, Andy? The pre-match press yeah. conference. But I just wonder whether Giovanni van Bronckers will say, well, why I mean, Why do you think, Andy, everything pointed to the, 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 the final derby being the first game after the split for so many reasons. One being that they've said for long enough I think the police actually say that they prefer not to have games where there could be a potential title clinchers. And the other thing is bank holidays, which they normally don't like either. Why, when everything pointed to the first game after the split, why do you think they made it the second game? And also, and also factoring in you know, the potential semi-final that Rangers would face.
2: I may be wrong here, but I think is there not a... A Cycling event, some sort oh. of cycling championships at the eminence across the road for Parkhead. Well,
1: but it's, it's, is that the reason? Is that, is that the I, reason it has been as far well, as you I, know?
2: I heard? Uh, that, that was uh, one of the suggestions that just from you know, the, the police are obviously already committed to a certain level of uh, staff or officers. Yeah. Going,
0: how, many, how many police do you need for a cycling event?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, an
0: in, an indoor cycle of it. I do know in
1: the I do know in the past there has been like Davis Cup tennis on on the day when Celtic have played at home. I remember uh, that weekend. I remember it being a kind of issue with numbers. Now to be fair, it wasn't Celtic Rangers, so obviously we're talking about a totally different kettle of fish. Um, and maybe 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 it is maybe that maybe it was that. But
2: um, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, you. Well, the one thing is that you know they did have an old firm decider when was at the, the eight in a row season? So you know, we have been through that. It's not like oh you are sitting looking back to whenever it was ninety nine and you're thinking, Well, oh, no, this is no, a machine yeah. game. Yeah. You, you, you did have a game that day. I mean, obviously the Rangers took a pretty sorrow on that day. I think it was five nil. So um you know, the Rangers fans probably didn't feel like scrap much that day. <laughs> They're probably away up the road to just <laughs> <get it> trying <straight. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> their sorrows. So but um,
1: Andy, Andy, was the difference on that occasion not that the post-split fixtures? Yeah,
2: that game came before the split. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. I think that game came after the split. Definitely. I think, I think it was scheduled as being the second game after the split. But I think they did that on the assumption that Celtic would win the league in the first game after the split. I'm sure, I'm sure they went to the Road and they either lost or drew, which then made it a. No, that see that's different because you can't because you I can't mean, second guess what's going to happen. But if, that
2: if, that is that is the trouble, you know. I mean, in the day, if you know if Rangers beat Middles, the game won't be a title decider. You can you can try and I mean, okay, I'll put them nine clear with, with ninety play, and the yeah. whole no difference it means they're they're virtually home and host. But yeah. you know, you can try and engineer these situations all you want, and then circumstances overtake you. So oh,
1: if you made if you made it the first game after the split, you know for a fact it's not a title. Clincher. Yeah, so surely, yeah. surely that is the easiest surely that is the easiest option because and because you know that Rangers might get into a European semi-final which they now have. So you know, if if that's cycling if you're telling me the cycling event is the
2: only that's the only the, there's only two I, reasons i for certain that. that was just one of the things I was no, suggesting no. to me. So but, but I mean listen, who who can work out the the <laughs> <special> <laughs> Picture reasoning, you know. Yeah. We've looked yeah. at so many decisions down the years that the SPFL have made and I've been perplexed by them. But um yeah. okay. the one the one way Rangers can take care of this mm-hmm. is to be model and then get a result at park and then they don't have yeah. to worry about it. I mean that's you know, you can sit here and you can bug your gums and you can you yeah, can I get it. made. but at the end of the day Rangers are in this position because of the results in the park and yeah. if they don't want to get themselves out of this, then it's up to them to do it.
1: No, you're absolutely right. But the, the point we're making, the point Mr. Scott was discussing earlier, is about trying to help teams in Europe. I agree, I agree with that. I mean, no, I, that, def- like, thing, I definitely
2: think I, I definitely think the SPFL should be doing. If Rangers yeah. make uh, requests and they are reasonable and obviously you know, you're talking about all from games, there's more yeah. considerations than just what day you play and you have to go yeah. into policing yeah. and TV and all that sort of stuff. But if it is feasible yeah. for this to be done, then the SBFL should be bending over backwards not because it's helping Rangers and they they want to help Rangers not help other clubs it's because for the betterment of Scottish football we've seen I think last night's result means that uh, next year's league winners are guaranteed Champions League football I know that was going to be the case for next season but look at this this worry over what happens with Billy Al winning the Champions League but
1: yeah,
2: so for the the betterment of Scottish football, we should be doing all we can to help all our teams. Yeah, if right. the fixtures a day or absolutely, we should do it. But, yeah, but, that's, but uh, what
1: that simple at times. But that is the point that Scott has made. They had it in their power, not to make the old firm game in between potential two legs of a semi final and ended schedule. So that that's the point is they're not doing well, all they I mean, can to help, and but, and the only really that- the
2: first game because. You know, that, it, uh, if we're really at the first game, whether we think the cycling things are a, a reasonable reason or not, I mean, where do you then put it? I mean, because you probably don't want to put it third game or fourth game because if Celtic drop points, then you knock that thing down the road. Do you then, then put it down to the, the last game of the season and you're ending, well, you're ending I, your league I, campaign with a dead rubber?
1: Yeah, uh, I, listen, see, to be honest, if you're telling me that if we're saying the cycling event was maybe a policing issue, and you don't want to make it the second game because you think Rangers might be in Europe and you want to do all you can to help them, Um, then I think, and and well, we know that it's never the last game of the season, then I think you just do make it the second last game of the season. And listen, if it ends up being a a title clincher on that day, then what difference does it make? Because it could be a title clincher on the 1st of May. So what's the difference between having it in the 1st of May or the 7th of May? The bottom line is they've put it bang smack in the middle of two legs of a semi-final and that surely can't help Scottish clubs. Anyway, we've probably spent too long debating that, but that cycling one's interesting. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cycling event,
2: we'll need to check the capacity.
0: Are you competing on it, Gav? No? Gav. <laughs>
2: You've got your stabilisers on, Sorry? You've got your stabilisers on, uh, you're
1: expanding. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've still got my rally in the, in the garage. You've got it.
2: <laughs> uh, but, anyway, before, son.
1: But, but just finally, then, just just finally, just the last word on Europe because when they lost to Malmo and that qualifier, it was such a blow at the early part of the season, and the financial aspect um, was highlighted potential 40 million to get into the Champions League. But when you, you, you count it up now and you look at it, I think there's estimates of Possibly up to maybe 25 million, or you, know, you know, prize money and everything. It's some, it's some return, really, isn't it? When you consider what they missed out on. I mean, they've almost made up for it. It's certainly softened the blow.
2: I think last night's game in itself was worth 2.3 million, and then you add and get the receipts and TV. They'll still come in. you know, mm-hmm. a fair telling that up. You know.
0: Yeah. Does that also make them see well, if they are setting oh, the league, makes them seeded in the qualifiers as well,
1: yeah. And then on Champions that's the other big thing by beating Braga. That was that's the other big, but I mean, there's so many aspects to that they can run. But I mean, there's just and just uh, just the prestige of competing at, at that stage, you know. But but certainly financially and in terms of coefficient, yeah, huge, huge. So we'll see where it goes from here, see how it goes on Sunday, and then uh, we'll speak again next week. Are you off next week, Andy?
2: I'm away, I'm still done, boys. So.
1: So you take a week off when there's no European games, is that what happens?
2: Aye. Unfortunately, it's my missy's uh, 40th birthday, so it's been pre booked uh, long before this <sighs> one came about. Yeah. Yeah. I must say, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly sick at airports over the yeah. last few weeks, so but I, can, I can't go on.
1: So you take weeks off when the Rangers aren't playing in Europe and then you go abroad and then you'll be in Germany. Lucky you. Some life you've got. <laughs> it's not so bad, mate. Great. Right, okay, listen, guys, thanks a lot for your time. Cheers, Gav. Enjoy your week off. We'll speak soon.